0: Hi, teachers! Welcome to the podcast where we do the hard work to uplevel ourselves and have fun along the way. I'm your host, Ashley Wolf, and I'm here to help you rock your world with mindset stories, strategies, and skills that you've probably never been taught before. Let's do the damn thing! Hello, teachers. Good morning. Good afternoon. Or good evening. Thank you for listening. My name is Ashley Wolfe. Today we are talking about the thought line of the model. Thoughts, we're gonna talk about the sentences, the phrases that are in your brain. So as a teacher, myself, I love talking to other teachers um, about thoughts. For so long, I have had this phrase in my head. I mean, really, since I was in my early to mid 20s, that I saw on the uh, DVD, The Secret. So if any of you have seen The Secret or have read the book, I didn't read the book. I just, I'm one of those people that I will watch, I'll cling on to like a DVD, and I'll watch (laughs) a movie or a documentary over and over and over and over. With my Harry Potter watching, I had gotten to the point where I had seen them so many times that I just started getting out the dice and just rolling the dice and whatever the number came to, (laughs) then I would play that one. And it's really just like, I I just, I love the feeling I get when I watch the Harry Potter movies. And so with The Secret, whenever I was in my mid 20s, I would play this DVD over and over again. And I would get something different out of it every single time. And whenever I'm in the library telling the kids at my school, at my elementary school, the book is always better than the movie because it offers something so different. And uh, obviously, it engages our brain and we are the ones who create the movie, which in my opinion is the best experience about having the ability to read a book. So there was a thought from The Secret um, that I've kind of had in my life for a a while. And the phrase is thoughts become things. Thoughts become things. So they explain that simply having a thought does not materialize into a thing or into that thing that we're thinking about right away. And that this is um, incredible news, right? Because if we think about Uh, like they had in the in the DVD, like an elephant being in the room with you, if you think about an elephant being in the room with you, it doesn't materialize automatically. And that would be wonderful. We can kind of, you know, go into the the land of manifesting and creating. And the reason why we can carry this conversation on about creating and manifesting things or events, or even people in our lives is because what we focus on will also expand in our lives, it'll become more of who we are, the more we think about it. And in another episode, I'm going to talk about beliefs. But here's a little teaser, which was a mind blowing uh, notion to me when I heard it a couple of years ago, is that a belief is simply a thought that we have chosen to think over and over until it becomes truth for us. And the best news is like we can create, we can create beliefs with that rule. You want to believe something about yourself, think it over and over. The caveat here is pay close attention to the way it makes you feel. And then practicing that thought, coupled with that feeling will become a belief. But that's just a little teaser on my beliefs episode, which is coming up soon as I talk about this mindset stuff for teachers. So thought line, thoughts become things. They do. Sometimes it takes time. And so a thought is a sentence, is a phrase. They are words connected together and they have meaning for us. Our brain is incredible, it creates meaning. It's based in survival. And it's based on our our ancestors and our history as a species. And it serves us to this day. So whenever we think thoughts, it's actually in regards to a specific circumstance that's happening in our, our world, in our lives, in our immediate environment. And our background knowledge, our schema, our language. All of that plays into the meaning that we attach to a circumstance that then results as words strung together in our brains. One of the best ways that you can kind of tap in and observe your own thinking is to get it out of your brain using a pencil or a pen getting it out of your brain and onto paper. I prefer paper and pencil. Um, Some prefer typing it out on a document on the computer. And I've recently just in the last year, gotten a um, like a paper tablet for Christmas of 2020. Yeah, I got a remarkable. And it's a tablet. And I do so much writing. I was going through you know, these little 70 page composition books, I was going through, you know, I would have three of them, one for my business thoughts, and one for my personal thoughts. And (laughs) the remarkable (laughs) has enabled me to just have one thing to keep up with. And then I create the digital folders, and I can actually write with a stylus, which is what I prefer to do versus typing. So one of the things that I really encourage my teachers who are ready to take a look into their brain is to do their thought work daily, or I call it TWD. (laughs) Thought work daily is getting all the thoughts out of your brain and onto paper. Sometimes this can seem a little daunting as a task. And sometimes people can have the thought of, I don't want to see what's in my brain, (laughs) right? The denial or the thought of that's going to take too long. Um, there's so much in there. Just notice that those thoughts can lead to inaction. And inaction might be even more painful in the long run than actually writing it out and getting it out of your brain. If you think of your brain as like a, a closet, and There are parts of your closet, I'm sure, that you go into every single day. And there's parts of your closet that you would just rather not look at. (laughs) The dark, dusty, shadowy corners of the closet that every now and again, you might actually have to reach in there. Like if something falls into that dark, dusty corner, you might have to reach in there and grab it. So doing your thought work daily or your TWDs, that's going to be your opportunity to be brave enough if you need bravery and courage, because some of us will, to be brave enough to go into the, the dark corners of this closet of our brain and shine the light on it and really open it up, expose it for what it is and being like, oh, it's just a corner in a closet. Just like, oh, these are just words strung together in my brain. They will have no power over me. They will have no way of making me feel one way or another. If we can really detach ourselves and almost separate ourselves from these thoughts we're having in our brain, which is a skill, by the way, then we can allow ourselves to be more observant and be the watcher of our thoughts instead of the 100% believer of our thoughts what's the difference? The watcher of our thoughts is way more objective. It can be way more factual, finding the facts instead of indulging in the drama. I want to say that again. Being the watcher is putting yourself in the position of separating your being from your thoughts that are offered up by your brain. And you can get way more factual instead of indulging in the drama of what the thoughts are. Some thoughts are going to be, they're going to feel so factual that they just feel like truth. And those are the ones that if they make you feel, if those thoughts lead to a feeling that does not serve you, I invite you to question those thoughts and be curious about them. Curiosity is such a powerful tool. And curiosity takes love. This is something I've learned about thought work and and what I've been doing over the last few years. Curiosity with my own brain and being fascinated by the thoughts in my brain, even when they're scary sometimes, takes an immense amount of love for myself because my trigger is to just judge and push away and find fault with my thoughts. And so if I can actually call upon my curiosity, which takes love and takes courage sometimes, it is offering up so much more of an openness to what I'm actually thinking. Because with the judgment, I think I'm just wrong. I'm unworthy. I'm not good enough. Why would I be thinking this? Instead of, huh, how interesting that my brain is offering up this thought to me. And then we go on down the model, which is going to be in the future episodes. So our thoughts cause us to feel something. But first, we have to really get in tune with what these thoughts are. So going back to our thought work daily, and I do mean daily, even if you set aside five minutes, it could turn into 10 minutes, but this is going to be some of the most cathartic (laughs) therapeutic work that you might do as a new routine. And if you're journaling already, which is amazing, your not old routine, but your current routine of getting your thoughts out, now it's time to up level it and actually focus on just maybe one circumstance. So remember earlier when I was referring to having so much in your brain that you just don't want to, it'll take too long, quote unquote, my suggestion to you would be just focus on one instance, one situation, one circumstance that's taking up a lot of room in your brain that you might be spinning is what we call it, like just thinking of one thing over and over. This happens to all of us. It happens to me almost like once or twice a week. There's like one situation that just will not leave my brain. My brain is fixated on it. So once I write it all out, and I kind of phrase it in here's what my brain is offering me today. I'm not good enough in this way, because this comes up y'all. And the awareness of it and the getting it out is like shining that light on that dusty corner of your closet, that for so long, you were wanting to just act like it wasn't there. (laughs) And of course, this is a metaphor, by the way. But we get to instead of just shine the light on that dusty corner and say, Okay, it's there which might be the first step for you in doing your TWDs. This might be the first step for you is just saying it is there. It exists. Here is a thought in my brain and you just don't go further. That really is step one is the awareness that it's there. And also the power is when you can decide that whatever is in your brain is okay. Not going to hurt you. It's not going to have a negative effect, because now you have separated. It's that act of separating your worthiness from the thoughts and the words and the sentences in your brain, because you're 100% worthy, period. No matter what, just by being born, you, my friend, are 100% worthy. Now take that with you today (laughs) as an aside. But knowing that the thoughts in your brain, what you're offering up on paper, isn't going to have any power. It's almost like a neutral circumstance in itself. It's the first step to knowing that you can go to work on those thoughts and change them for the better. And it's like a natural process. And this is the first step. So we don't have to clean the closet necessarily. We don't have to repaint the whole thing and put new floors in. All we have to do is say, okay, look at this dusty corner of my closet, i.e. some thoughts that you have maybe resisted to acknowledge. And it is there and it has no power over me. Tomorrow I'm going to go look at that corner a little bit carefully. I'm going to sweep it. So you got to take it in steps. Your brain could be one of those projects that you tackle little by little, step by step. And the first step, in my opinion, is doing your thought work daily. So if you're brand new to this, getting used to writing your thoughts out every day for five minutes, probably step one, release the judgment if you find it coming up. Judgment could sound like this is so stupid. Why am I even doing this anyway? This has no effect on me. I still feel I still feel like complete shit. <laughs> um, that's going to be judgment. Instead of more of a descriptive of like, I'm writing words on paper. Yes, these words are in my brain right now. And these words can probably make me feel pretty crappy. And that's okay. I'm bigger than this. I'm more powerful than these words are. So take this into your day about the thought line. And your thought work daily. The thought line of a model when we create one, and I'll guide you through this process, of course. The thought line in the model that you're going to create is going to be one phrase or sentence. No compound sentences, no big, huge situations, just one phrase or sentence. Now, if you want to guide yourself through this process of creating a model and starting with a thought download or a TWD, go to my Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash teacher mindset coach, all one word. Join us there. And I have a guide that is completely free where you can step by step go through this process of creating a model around a specific situation. So that's like a in your own time type of thing. And it's totally anonymous. I encourage you to only post questions in your, in the comments if you do. I would not encourage you to put your personal information, uh, in a comment where everyone in the group can see. It is a private group, but this is not meant for putting your models out there for others to witness or to see. Um, and if, if you would like me to witness or coach you through a model, my email address is coachwithwolf, W O L F E, at gmail.com. I'm here for you. And this is where I leave you today. There could be um, another episode on thoughts, because this really is the seed to the rest of our life. Because thoughts become things. But all the work underneath our thoughts is where we, and really our thoughts as well, but we have control over all of this. This is our life. And we are here to not only just live it and float through, but to be the creators and the ones in charge of our results. So I will see you next time on the next episode. Thanks for listening. If you got something out of today's show, I invite you to subscribe so you never miss a future episode. I'd also love to see you in the Teacher Mindset Coach Facebook group so we can nerd out on mindset work as a community of badass teachers. And remember, you can always email me at coachwithwolf, W-O-L-F-E, at gmail.com. Now go be awesome. See you next time.